everybody, and welcome to another episode of My Angular Story. This week, we're talking to Andrew Evans. Andrew, do you want to say hello and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Andrew Evans. Um, I am a software developer. Um, I'm actually going to be at CapTech Ventures. Um, I recently just left uh, Capital One, and I'm happy to be here. When I'm building a new product, G2i is the company that I call to help me find a developer who can build it. G2i is a hiring platform run by engineers that matches you with React, React Native, GraphQL, and mobile developers that you can trust. Whether you are a new company building your first product or an established company that wants additional engineering help, G2i has the talent you need to accomplish your goals. Go to g2i.co to learn more about what G2i has to offer. In my experience, G2i has linked me up with experienced engineers that can fit my budget. And the G2i staff are friendly and easy to work with. They know how product development works and can help you find the perfect engineer for your stack. Go to g2i.co to learn more about G2i. Very cool. Yeah, we had you on, what, about this time last year? Yeah, that's uh, right. Yep. Yeah, we talked about deploying to Firebase with CircleCI. Yes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, this shows a little bit more about you as a programmer and a person and your journey than it was about the technology on the other show. So um, uh, as we get started, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, how did you get into programming in the first place? Yeah, okay. So <clears throat> I ended up kind of on a long and winding road um, to get kind of where I am now. Um, I originally actually have a, did a bachelor's degree in history. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't really sure like what I wanted to do uh, when I got to college. I'd always kind of been interested in technology, um, honestly, but I hadn't really thought that was going to be the route for me. And I had considered going into law or um, even like teaching or something like that. Um, I got to, I guess, my third year of college and realized that I didn't really want to do all those things, but I needed a job. And so um, at the time, um, Huntington Ingalls uh, Newport News Shipbuilding, or most people just call it Newport News Shipbuilding, and Newport News um, was hiring designers, and they were doing basically like a VoTech program, uh, which was essentially a year of um, like, you, they put you through these graphic design courses and then you work on the floor as a, um, like a draftsman, like, you know, you're actually making the drawings or at that time they were getting into product models and because they were using a lot more like machinery and they were trying to streamline what had been a manual building process. Anyway, it was a great experience. And I, I did that while I finished my bachelor's and I still did my history degree um, and, and I was working full time and in school full time, which you know, it's not for the light at heart, but I did it. And then um, probably like maybe six months into that, or maybe like a year after all of that, um, I realized I kind of wanted to go back and be pursue like engineering. And I found out about um, the master's in computer science program at the college I went to, uh, Christopher Newport. And through a couple of different like prereqs and a couple of things that I had to do ahead of time to be administered into the school, I was allowed to go ahead and take the, do the master's program. And um, I was still working full time and I did the, and this, this whole process took about four and a half years. Um, and uh, I really just fell in love with programming. Um, I was kind of interested in, like I said, like technology all along, um, but this was my first foray really into like true like programming and like, um, like coding and, you know, essentially like software development rather than just from like a hobbyist standpoint of, you know, like building machines and that kind of thing. 
And so, um, you know, I finished the, my uh, master's and then like um, I transitioned over into, they had a software engineering group and I worked with them for about six years and I did just about everything and I had a great time. I learned a lot about um, like, you know, connecting systems. I did a lot of things that connected essentially legacy systems to systems that they would buy. Um, and so I had a lot of kind of experiences where I had to troubleshoot things and I had to, you know, you, they, they gave you, you know, this thing in your lap and they're like, okay, make this work. And so I had to do research and I got to work with like all kinds of different people across the company. And it, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I basically kind of got to the end of that, that period. And that's when I realized that, um, I still wanted to stay in technology and I kind of, and I had at that point become like a senior engineer. And so, um, that brought me to capital one and that's where I've been up until recently, which is like I said in the beginning, I'm, I'm uh, getting into transition over to CapTech Ventures as a consultant. And, um, since being at capital one and, and then when we talked last time, um, which was, uh, I guess last year, this time, um, you know, I've been able to do all kinds of things even beyond the work that I did when I worked for Newport New Shipbuilding. And I've been able to get into open source. I've been able to get into cloud technologies. And, you know, again, it's just, it, it amazes me because, you know, I'm going on just about, I guess this is my ninth year, 10th year in like technology. And I still love it. You know, it's like one of those things where I think, you know, pretty shortly in the in the process of uh, getting up to speed and learning, I just like, it never stopped being interesting. And it's the only thing that I think like subject matter wise has really been that way for me because I've always been kind of um, somebody that I wouldn't really say has a short attention span, but I do get kind of bored and um, technology is so diverse and there's so much to learn that it always has something interesting, you know, and it's, and it's still exciting. And I, and I will say that, you know, you do have to, after working in an industry for a while, you do have to like do certain things to, um, you know, get yourself out of lulls. And it's, it is sometimes easy to kind of get into like patterns, but either way, um, that's, you know, kind of where I am. And, and now, you know, as a result, um, I ended up actually doing an MBA in the middle of that story also that I didn't mention. Um, and now, uh, you know, I work full time, um, as a software engineer and I, in my free time, I contribute to open source projects. I do a fair amount of blogging and I do talks at uh, meetups and a couple other local groups. And I just, you know, like I said, I love it. I have fun and, and I, um, I try to help people, you know, whenever possible as well. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, just to back up a little bit. So it sounds like you had an interest in tech, you got the designer job and then you transitioned into programming um, at what point did you really consider yourself a programmer? Um, I would say probably like my second year in the master's program. Um, I was doing uh, this project for a, like it was a software engineering course and it was one of those courses that's like a survey of software engineering. We went over, you know, like the traditional agile versus waterfall versus uh, like scrum and extreme programming and all that stuff. And we were also at the same time learning design patterns um it was and we had to do this project that was really really intense it was like a it was it's basically like a drawing project and this was back with java swing and if you've ever done java swing you know it can be a huge pain because you 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 have to define everything like you define the canvas you define mm -hmm. literally like where pixels are you know it's just very 
it's very intense. And um, basically, we had to design this program that would allow you to draw shapes. And then we had to implement, uh, I think, a queue. And then it was like you had to be able to do undo and redo. So you had like almost kind of like time travel, I guess, like you see in, in Redux or um, a lot of applications today. But like the, the whole thing was that, um, you know, I think that whole project took me like about 40 hours of work. And it was the first time where I had actually built a full project and actually understood everything. You know, it wasn't like one of these things where like I, you know, up until that point, I, I had been kind of, you know, I was copying and pasting things or, or people were kind of holding my hand. And that was one of those projects where it just kind of, you know, you hit that critical mass moment where you're like, wow. I understand this, you know, and it's awesome, you know, and, and I mean, my code was probably terrible. Like I'm kind of ashamed of probably whatever I wrote there, but like, <laughs> the, it's a common thing. Yeah. But, but like, you know, all to say it was about the experience, you know, and it was one of these things where like you, you know, you stood back and you were like, I really get it, you know, and, and it was just kind of like this cathartic moment where you've been working so hard to try to understand. Yeah. So, so, so basically uh, the, the other part, so I told you the first program where like I, um, it was the drawing program. The, the next one was the, that I really felt like a programmer was my last year. Um, I had to implement a, a hard drive. It was basically like, it's all in memory, but I had to, you know, they were given, we, we were given a stack trace. You have like a glob of memory and then you have some kind of program that would, would just do reads and writes to it in a predefined pattern. And the whole thing was that we would implement a cache with it. And then you would have to, do uh, metrics on the cache. So you could show like how, what kind of improvement performance wise you could get by using the cache versus not using it and that kind of stuff. The way that the assignment was written was very like methodical enough that you can actually write the program to run all at once. And you just, you know, you do the logging as the things, as the cache was being read. And so anyway, it was a, I had a really slow computer. I had like a, it was like an old laptop that, cause I didn't have a lot of money, you know, back then. And so like I, it was slow. It was a really big program. And so what I did was um, I just got it. I set it up to, to log all the information as the program ran and I just let it run for um, about 10 hours. And I went out, you know, I went out with my mom, I think I went shopping or something and I came back and I had all the metrics threw them into Excel, wrote up my uh, report, and I was done. And that was like one of the coolest things ever because I just realized that like I, I let a whole job run on its own. And that was one of those, another one of those moments where I realized that, you know, I, I knew what I was doing, you know, and, and it's just kind of one of those things where I think we spend a lot of time, um, especially in the software world where we, you know, try to do things, but we're just kind of hanging on. Like we, you know, we, maybe we only know pieces of it or we know that, you know, this thing doesn't work. And it's just really, it's really, you know, um, amazing when you, you do a, a full, you create a system and it works, it works the way it's supposed to and it works well. Makes sense. So uh, how did you wind up getting into Angular? <clears throat> so uh, about two years ago, um, like shortly after I got to Capital One, the, uh, one of the projects that I was on, they, we had a, a front end developer and then we had a couple of back end folks and I was actually hired on as a Java developer or a back-end person and basically the front-end person uh, left the company and we were kind of we were stuck like we needed somebody to take over the work and um, you know as I told you like I you know I'm always a curious person so I was like well let's give it a shot and so this was an AngularJS so you know it wasn't a whole lot to write home about but like it 
it kind of brought me into the, the front end community and I took over the stories and, you know, I helped to bring the project back up to speed and whatever. Um, but it was a great learning experience. And then it made me interested in angular, like, like angular two plus. And I started to, um, at home, I started playing with Firebase, which is kind of one of the reasons that I ended up writing the article and doing the talk that I did with you last year. And so basically, um, I did a couple more contributions to that project, and then there was a couple projects after that that were actually Angular, and I really got to get my hands uh, dirty with all this stuff. And then the I started getting into this open source projects because I started to see, um, like I started following NGRX, I started following um, like you know the Angular project, and I started meeting all these people. And then the big thing that got me into it was when I got to be part of um, the Angular in Depth uh, community. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, I got invited to be a, um, a guest author. And then I ended up just being a regular contributor. And the, the friendships and the, the things that I've learned from working with the folks that contribute to, the, to that blog, it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, it's still, like, I've, I follow it all the time just to, and I learn, you know, something new all the time with them. But that all really got me more into the whole time I'm, you know, working on different angular projects and the, and I got a a chance to learn about um, like lazy loading modules or like service workers or stuff like that. And anyway, it just, it just kind of continued to grow and it's, and it's been great because the the angular community um, is, is really friendly. You know, there's a lot of uh, support and, you know, if you have problems, it's easy to open a GitHub issue or, or go to a forum or something. And then the, um, the, the whole thing that I enjoyed about it was that people, you know, one of the things that I'm, I guess, more or less kind of proud of is that I've found that people are actually reading my blog. Like, you know, like with blogging is so interesting because when you write, a lot of times you think you're like, well, nobody's going to read this. And then <laughs> like, you know, people have like messaged me on like Twitter or Slack or whatever. And like, they're like telling me, you know, this is great. You know, this has really helped me. And, and, and that's, and like I said, you know, in the first part, helping people is one of the central tenets of all of this. And I, and I like how, um, you know, I'm able to help people that way. And so it's all just kind of flowed together to make me, you know, an Angular fan, but, but bigger than that, just a, a still a fan of software development. Early in my career, I figured out which jobs were worth working at and which ones weren't, mostly by trial and error. I created a system that I used to find jobs and later contracts as a freelancer. If you're looking for a job or trying to figure out where you should go next, then check out my book, The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. The book walks you through figuring out what you want, vetting companies that meet your criteria, meeting that company's employees, and getting them to recommend you for a job. Don't settle for whoever has listed their job on the job board. Go out and proactively find the job you'll love. Buy the book at devchat.tv slash job book. That's devchat.tv slash job book. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, there's a, there's a lot to that. Um, and you talked a little bit about the, about the technology, but it sounds like what mostly drew you in was the community around Angular. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it definitely has. And, it, and it's also really just, you know, amazed me because um, I've gotten predominantly into JavaScript um, nowadays. And I remember, you know, back in 2011, 2012, thinking like JavaScript was total crap. I was like, I was like, you know, it's clunky, it doesn't work. And now I'm just like, I'm amazed because it's, you know, it's matured. Um, there's so many different frameworks that, that not only help you, but enhance you know, a lot of the features. And even um, since I've been able to work at Capital One, 
I've also done some backend with, uh, with JavaScript. Like I've gotten into some express apps, you know, we've created a couple of different custom microservices and it's all leveraging JavaScript. Very cool. So, uh, what are you working on these days? Well, um, so like I told you, I'm getting ready to go through a, you know, kind of a big change. We're moving back to Richmond and I, I'm starting a new job with um, CapTech Ventures, but I, I'm, it'll be in uh, with their front end practice. So I'll continue kind of this angular journey. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm basically professionally, you know, like, as I said, angular, um, I've been working on some projects for Capital One that I've been able to, um, you know, finish up here this past week. Um, but at home or, or on the side, I guess you could say, um, I'm, I just did, I'm working on a contribution to NGRX. Um, they needed one of, I'm just responded to one of the issues for, um, uh, like a, a doc tutorial on how to add NGRX to a existing app. So I wrote like a fairly lengthy, um, process for that and I created an app and whatever, but I'm also working on, um, the I've kind of gotten into chat bots here recently. So like I've been using Twilio and having some fun with, um, you know, baking, making some basic express APIs that, that I have a little chat bot that'll call and help me to do some basic tasks during the day. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, uh, next week, no, I think it's two weeks away. Uh, I'm presenting a talk on Firebase and how to do um, serverless APIs with Firebase uh, Meta Meetup in Richmond. So I'm just have a have a few things in the fire, but um, and then uh, you know all of that has like associated posts and talks and and whatever else. So never a never a dull moment, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Well, uh, good luck on the move. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we'll we'll be all right. We um you know it's it's really nice to move back to somewhere that you're very familiar with, uh, versus you know moving somewhere like completely new, I guess. Yep. So. So yeah, but um, yeah, the next time, next time you talk to me, I'll be a, a full-time Richmonder again. There you go. Um, one thing that I'm always wondering is, you know, you get into Angular, um, are, are there particular features, because we talked about the community already, are there particular features of the framework that, that get you excited? Yeah, um, I, I would say that, that like, um, I actually really kind of like the whole separation of concerns. Um, I like like the way that, you know, um, you know, I, I can appreciate like a small project being in one file, but having just that, that basic set of standards where, you know, every component is going to have, you know, a template versus like, um, you know, a style sheet and a actual component backend more or less file. Those those kind of patterns um, are what really, really make me appreciate angular and and what, what I like a lot because, you know, one of the best parts of angular is that um, it scales very well. You know, it has like a very consistent model that if you have uh, like a a team or a a larger project, it's very easy for developers to come on board because it follows the same kind of, you know, methodologies versus something like, you know, React or or one of those other frameworks because those are great, but they also give you a lot of freedom. And it's hard sometimes uh, when you have new developers that aren't familiar because then it takes them a while to, to onboard. And I would say that like my favorite part of Angular probably is really honestly just the continuity of um, everything. Because even, you know, in the way that you define services versus components and that kind of thing, um, you know, it's all kind of the same pattern. And so I would say like that's definitely a thing. I'm also super excited about Ivy. Um, I've been having fun kind of playing with a little bit here recently. Uh, and then, you know, I've, obviously performance is, is a good, any, any performance boost is a good thing. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, what do you, yeah, I was going to say Ivy and, and that stuff that's coming up. Are there other features of Angular 9 or, you know, other things that you see coming in the Angular community that you're excited about? Yeah, um, I think, you know, I read the, the, um, the post on, on the, the uh, new features of Angular 9 that, that came out like when Ivy was released. Um, and, you know, they, they talked about the faster uh, run times for tests which is always like a, you know, a really good thing. I, I know that Karma hasn't always been the most friendly tool to play with. So, you know, that, that's definitely something that um, I'm excited about. And then I'm also, uh, you know, more or less just kind of excited about the way that um, I think Angular, the, the newest upgrades to Angular can really uh, make the, the platform more expandable. Like there's, there's room for contributions and, you know, they're really getting into more of like a community model, which is really great because now it's not just like a framework that Google created. It's like a framework that a community created. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and I love that aspect of things too, especially because the community is really what makes Angular terrific. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's a lot of that that has been cultivated by the folks at Google, but they, they couldn't create it by themselves. And, and the community is, is really top notch. Yeah, and that, and that's a. I mean, you know, a lot of people are always worried about frameworks that are coming from companies, but that's. I think that's one of the best parts is that they've really opened it up, you know, to to a greater community. So you feel like the changes that they make in Angular aren't necessarily reflective of what works for Google so much as what works for the community, which is like you know you know a really great feature. Well, um, if people wanted to kind of get a glimpse into who you are, I mean, because we we usually talk about code, we talk about careers, but mm -hmm. there's a lot more to folks than just what makes you into the programmer that you are, the professional that you are. So if people got to know you, what, what other kinds of things would they find out about you? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm married. Uh, so my favorite thing is obviously spending time with my wife. Um, but beyond that, uh, I, I like, uh, I like building things. Um, so I do, I haven't done it in a while because we've just been so busy, um, with a couple of these job transitions or, the transition up here and back to Richmond and all that. But I really like woodworking. Um, and I've built like some of the furniture we have and I have a couple plans for our new place that I'm pretty excited about. But um, I, you know, I like to build things. Uh, I also um, actually am a runner and I enjoy kind of the running community. Um, and I'm excited to, again, get back into that in Richmond. Richmond has a, a fairly vibrant um group, set of groups really that do like run, you know 5k's and 10k's and beyond but um beyond that you know you can usually on a weekend you can find us my wife and i like you know at a um local restaurant or a movie or you know any type of um you know fun event that might be happening in town uh and you know we always, we really like to travel and so um last year we were able to go to yellowstone um, this year we've got a couple places on the horizon that I'm not sure we're going to be able to go to, but we're definitely on in the works. So very cool. And we have, oh, and we have two cats. I have to make, give a plug for my, uh, my fur babies. <laughs> and, and, and I, the, the funniest part is I actually have, um, applications named, named after all three and my, my, uh, most popular open source project on uh, GitHub has the most, uh, has the most forks and most stars. Uh, I named it after my wife. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it also being a, one of the resources on the NGRX um, help docs, you know, that kind of helps a little bit, but it's still, it's still cause I named it after her. So there you go. Yep. Cool. 
Well, if people want to connect with you online, where do they do that? Um, well, you can definitely friend me on, um, you know, Twitter or, I mean, follow me on Twitter or you can look me up on LinkedIn. Um, I also, if you just go to andrewevans.dev, um, you can find pretty much everything else. And I usually have links up there to the different places I blog and, um, communicate and everything. Sounds good. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and do some picks. Sure. Uh, okay. So I think this is like something fun that, uh, we were interested in, is that what you're telling mm -hmm. me? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, um, definitely I haven't gotten to watch this yet, but I've heard amazing things. Uh, the Picard show um, oh, yeah. on, on CBS. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's telling me that, that it's, it's awesome. So I, I definitely, w uh, would have to make that one of them. You know, I guess I don't record. have to tell you then that it's awesome. Yeah. 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 So I, well, I, well, I'm getting, uh, as soon as, you know, I, I've set it up as soon as we move, you know, that's the first thing I'm going to watch. But um, we also, we're uh, both, my wife and I are both big fans of The Expanse. Um, so they're, you know, working on season five, I think, coming up. So that's kind of mm -hmm. exciting. Uh, and then I guess, um, you know, I probably should have a lot more, but I can't think of anything on the tip of my tongue right now. Yep. Um, it's funny because I was going to pick The Expanse. I've been watching the fourth season. Is that the one that came out? Yeah. Did you, did you read the books? I have read the books, so. Yeah, see, so that's what, that's what where I'm like, I guess that, that would be a pick unto itself too. Like I've already, I've bought one of them. Uh, I'm, you know, I keep, I'm, they're like, I'm in the, they're in the queue for me to read, but I've heard everyone tell me that like, you should read those if you really like the show. So. Yeah, I've, uh, I've definitely, I've listened to the books on Audible. Yeah. And so, I, yeah. Yeah, the, those are, those are definitely, um, definitely good and then um i was trying to think oh actually it's kind of like off the wall pick um we just saw the second jumanji movie and that was hilarious so <laughs> I'll, I'll say that that you should definitely watch that as well so, especially if you like old man jokes they're they're because they they make because the it's the two danny devito and and um uh, oh crap! I can't remember his name is now, but Danny Glover. Danny Glover they they're yeah. they're in the yeah they they get sucked into the game, and so but they get you know they become like the younger you know players. So there's all these jokes about how their hips are working and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it looked so. pretty funny. I saw the last one, um, where the teenagers get sucked in. Yeah, they're they're still there. I think I think all they all come back too, but the um they swap you know like two people are away when the whole game comes back online or whatever. So, yeah. you know, they, they, they don't come in until later, but, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. And it was a, it was a good family movie too. Nice. All right. Well, um, let's see. Um, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to pick the expanse. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if I picked it on this show or not. So I'll just throw out a couple of other ones. I've been listening to a book on audible, and it's, it's by Patrick Rothfuss. It's called The Name of the Wind. I'm actually reading the sequel to it um, or listening to it on Audible. My brother told me to listen to it. And it's funny because I started it like three times and I just couldn't get into it. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what it was, but just um, I finally got past kind of the initial uh, deal. And then it was like, oh, wow, this is, this is terrific. So anyway, really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah. So I'm going to pick those books. Um, I'm also working on 
the possibility of doing something around a podcasting course. So if you're interested in that, go to devchat.tv slash workshops and you can check that out as well. Um, some folks are asking me, how, you know, how, how do you do it? How do you put it together? And, and that's something that I'm looking at. So yeah, we'll pull that together as well. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. I'll ch- definitely check it out. Yeah. All right, Andrew. Well, thank you for coming and talking to me for a half hour. Sure. Yeah. No, anytime. I appreciate you bringing me back on the show. I, I, um, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I definitely follow, follow your, you do a really awesome job with your podcast. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Sure. We'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, it was super fun talking to you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, look, look forward to maybe talking to you again one day. Yep, absolutely. Max out, everybody. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.